Well, good morning and Merry Christmas. My name is Paul. I'm one of the pastors here. It's been a wonderful Christmas, uh, just celebrating the birth of Jesus. And our theme has been this phrase, O come, let us adore Him. And that word adore, it means to, to marvel at. I don't know what you adore in life. It may be maybe a person, maybe a spouse, maybe a child, maybe a friend. But when, when you think of that person, there's something happens in your heart. It, it, it makes your heart sing. You, you want to spend time with them. It may be something that you do, an activity that you adore, and you look forward to it, and you long for it. And our question at this Christmas is, 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 why do you adore Jesus? Why do you adore Jesus? For me, there's so many reasons. He is my Alpha and my Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is my Redeemer. He is the one who set me free. He's my Good Shepherd who leads me and feeds me and protects me and, and guides me. He's my Rock. The, the steady one, the unchangeable one in my life. Uh, he is the one who is the, the, the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only one in life that I can really, really rely on. There are so many reasons why I personally adore Jesus. But I want to zoom into one word this Christmas. And the reason I adore Jesus is because he's always with me. He never leaves me. It's that deep comfort to know that He is present always. No matter what happens in life, the twists and turns of life where people may fail me and people might disappoint me and people might desert me, but Jesus never, ever does. And that's that name that we had read. It's the name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, it means God with us. You might remember the story of the orphan called Misha. He was eight years old, eight years old, and he's lived in an orphanage in, in Russia. And this wealthy American couple went to visit the orphanage, and they longed to share the, the Christmas story with these boys and girls. And so they got all these props. They had a, a, a cardboard box for a manger. Uh, they had dolls for Mary and Joseph. They had... Uh, cotton wool for the sheep, and they had these yellow napkins for the, for the bed of straw. And had a little peg for baby Jesus. And the kids in the orphanage loved this story of the nativity, and they wanted to make their own nativity scenes. And so they got their cardboard box, and they got their cotton wool, and they got little yellow napkins, and they got their little pegs for Jesus. But Misha's nativity, it looked a bit different because in Misha's nativity scene, there were, there were two pegs in the manger. And this American couple said, no, 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 there's only one baby Jesus. And Misha said, not in my nativity, there's not. And he told this story, and it's quite profound. I want to read it to you. When Mary laid the baby in the manger, Jesus looked at me and asked me if I had a place to stay. I told Jesus, no, I have no mum, I have no dad. So no, I don't have any place to stay. Then Jesus told me he would be my friend. 
and that he loved me and that he would take care of me and I could stay with him forever. But I told Jesus I couldn't because I didn't have a gift to give him. I didn't have any gold or frankincense or myrrh. But I wanted to stay with Jesus so much because I knew that he loved me. So I asked Jesus, if I keep you warm, will that be a good enough gift? And Jesus told me, yes, if you stay by me and keep loving me, that would be the best gift ever. So Jesus looked at me and told me I could stay with him always. And he would be with me always, and he would be my forever friend. He would never abandon me and never abuse me. That's, where there, that's why there are two babies in my manger. Because one is Jesus, and the other is me, because Jesus is always with me. And that's not a twee story, that's a true story. And that's my story. I can live each day knowing that Jesus is always with me. He's my forever friend. And this Christmas, I want to to unpack that one word, Emmanuel. It means God with us. God has come to us. Let's think about that first word, God. That's the identity of Jesus because Jesus is called Emmanuel because he is God. I hope you know that Jesus is not just a good man. He is God. He wasn't just just a a spiritual guru. He was God. We've just sung about it. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. John's gospel says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Jesus is and was God. So God came down in the person of Jesus. God stooped low and came into our world as Jesus was born. And it's a bit like if you've lost something precious. If you've lost something precious and if it's a tiny, tiny thing, you get down on your hands and knees and you look for that thing because it's precious to you. And I hope you know that you are precious to God. Every human being is precious to God, and God gets down his hands and knees, he stoops low, and he comes down to earth for us. That's what we celebrate Christmas, that God came down. Uh, James Irwin said that, I guess man walking on a moon is nothing compared to, to God walking on earth. And so when you look at Jesus, you're looking at God who is walking on earth. So the God who created this whole world, who flung stars into space, who made mountains and valleys and rivers and oceans, that God came down. The God who keeps his world spinning at exactly the right speed, exactly the right angle, that God came down. The God who gave you hands and feet to walk and to work, to the God who gave you eyes to see and eyes to smile and eyes to cry, that God came down. So, so when you try and think, what is God like? You don't have to guess. You, you look at Jesus because he is God. And when you look at the person of Jesus, you see a man who is compassionate and gracious and kind and patient and powerful, and that's the God who came down in Bethlehem. His name was Jesus. That's why I love Christmas, because it shows me that my God is mighty and yet meek. He is powerful and yet personal. That's the first word, God. What's the second word? God 
with us. I love that word with. It reminds me that God is not absent, He's present. God is not distant, He is, he is near. That word with, it means that, that God is alongside us, that God is supporting us, God is encouraging us. No other religion in the world claims that their God came down to be with their people. But Jesus did. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. So God came down to our level. He was fully human. That means that that God has experienced as a human being everything that you have experienced. God has experienced joy and excitement and God has experienced pain and suffering. He knows the everyday stuff. He's been here. My favorite carol is, O Holy Night. And my favorite line for my favorite carol is, The King of Kings lay thus in lowly manger, in all our trials born to be a friend. He knows our needs, and our weakness is no stranger. He knows our needs. That's what that word with means. He knows my needs. He knows your needs. He can empathize with us. He's been here. But more than that, he's actually in our suffering, in our pain, alongside us and with us. He's not distant. He's not looking down from on high. He's actually alongside you by the power of his Holy Spirit. What's the greatest gift that a parent can give to a child? I mean, this, this morning... I've got five boys, and this morning we've had so many wrapping papers, so many gifts have been given, and that's beautiful. As a parent, it delights you to give your child a gift, a present. But I hope you know that kids don't need more stuff. The greatest gift a parent can give their child is their presence, their time to sit with them, to play with them, to be there for them in the good and the bad times of life. That's the greatest gift that any parent can give their child, their presence. And God gives us so much stuff. Let's not take that for granted. But the greatest gift that God has ever given us is his presence. With us in our despair and delight, with us in our success and sadness, with us in our big moments and our bad moments, with us in the mess of life and the magical moments. He is with us always. I find that a massive, massive comfort. I don't know what 2023 was like for you. You may have had a wonderful year or a terrible year. But whatever you have been through, you never did that alone. God came down to be with us so we don't have to do life alone. Because let's be honest, being alone is a terrible, awful thing. Loneliness in our society is almost an epidemic. In the UK, they've recently appointed a, a government minister for loneliness. Because people are so, so lonely in life. And that feeling that you have no one to talk to, no one alongside you, no one who will listen to you, it is terrible. 
And let's be honest, Christmas can be one of the loneliest times of year. Because all of us here want to be known and we want to be loved and we want to know that there's somebody in this world who cares for us. It's been said the, uh, the best experiences are lacking when you experience them by yourself. And that is so true. I remember cycling through the Rockies of Canada. I spent seven days cycling through the Rockies, and it was the most glorious, glorious scenery. It was incredible. You ever seen Lake Louise with this, this beautiful, crystal clean water? It was stunningly beautiful, and I loved it. But every day I look back and thought, I've seen some beautiful scenery. I wish there was somebody here to share that with me. So we're not created to do life alone. It's not good to be alone. And that's why God came down, because you may never have another human being to share life with, but God is not going to leave you. God's always there. Jesus wasn't born just to rule over us, although he does do that. And Jesus wasn't born just to save us from our sins, although he does do that. Jesus came to be with us, to walk alongside us, to share life with us, to, to, to whisper to us that you're never, ever, ever alone. And I can testify that Jesus is my shelter, my comfort, my strength, my provider, my friend, that arm around the shoulder holding on to me through the good and bad of life. So Emmanuel means God with, and the last word is us. And this is where Christmas gets really personal. Because Christmas is not just a historic event. It is that. Now, historically, Jesus was born in a, a place called Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. That is fact. He was born. And Christmas isn't just a, a universal event. It's not just God coming for all people, although that is true. Christmas is a really, really personal event. Because God is saying, I came down for you. I wanted you. Do you ever get those gifts, those Christmas gifts, and when you open it, you go, oh, wow, this person really knows me. They get me. They've thought about what I like and what I need. That is Christmas. Jesus came down for you personally. And what I love about, about the Christian faith is that we don't need to go to God. He comes to us. I don't know whether you've ever used Uber Eats. But if you, if you used Uber Eats, if you order from Uber Eats, please, please don't order from Uber Eats. Then get in your car and drive to the restaurant and pick up your food. It's not how it works. The purpose is that, that they bring it to you so that you don't have to go to them. And that is Christmas. You don't have to go to God. He comes to you. He comes to you and brings you all the stuff in life that you really, really, really need. Let me ask you, what do you need? What do you need this Christmas? I know you've probably got a list of things that you'd like, but what do you really need? As I talk to people, they say, oh, what I really need is, is peace. 
Or what I really need is hope. Or what I really need is purpose. Or what I really need is forgiveness. And what we really need is those things that money cannot buy. Like peace and joy and hope and forgiveness and purpose and and meaning. And that's the stuff that Jesus brings you. That is Christmas. Jesus came to our place to take our place, to bring us to God and to give it the things that money cannot buy. Life is still messy. God does not protect you from the mess of life. He doesn't insulate you from pain or hardship. But he does promise that whatever happens in life, he will never leave you. He will never abandon you. And that's why I adore Jesus. He's my Emmanuel. I'll finish with this story. It's, it's a true story. It happened to me. It was Christmas Eve in 1999, a long time ago. And I was flying back to the UK after a, a few years of being away and hadn't seen my family for a few years. And, and the plane landed in Heathrow on Christmas Eve, and there was actually snow on the ground. That's quite unusual for England. And I remember walking through the, the baggage reclaim and getting my, my, my passport stamped. And you walk into that arrivals lounge. And if you've ever been to Christmas Eve at the airport, it's actually beautiful. There's cows playing, and there's, there's hordes of people there waiting and looking and longing for their loved ones, longing to hug their long-lost relatives. And I walked through this arrivals lounge. And I know I looked different. I had bleached blonde hair and I had a stupid beard. And, and I looked and I looked and then my heart sank. And my heart sank because I felt so alone and abandoned. I just wanted somebody there to greet me. And then my family turned up because they were late. And that feeling when you're being hugged by people who want you and by people who love you. You can't describe that feeling of just being wanted and loved. And that is Christmas. It's like Jesus is waiting at the airport for you, just waiting to hug you and to welcome you. And he's going to wait and wait and wait and wait until you bother to say, yeah, Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you came down for me. And when you accept his hug, then that word Emmanuel, God with you, takes on a whole new meaning. Because in the, the bad days and the good days, in the magical moments and the messy moments, you never, ever, ever, do life alone. So why do I adore Jesus? Because he's my Emmanuel. He's God with us.